With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. everybody and welcome to Red Wings Rant where tirades and impassioned pleas for your Detroit Red Wings finally have a home. Yeah. Alright. We're coming. Uh, that was fun. That's because that'll be our new cadence for our intro as long as we're a guaranteed playoff team like we are now. Alright. I'm sure the Discord uh, my Discord brethren love hearing me say that. Like they love uh, my chance for uh our shutouts about two minutes into the game. Of course, um, where's uh, we've blown every single one. Yes, uh, I see Jim Johnson's here. It's a brother performance. Oh, we got one of our many Dan fans, uh, Ketzel, who's here this time. My nerds, I do say I, I was hoping to see a little decoy, Matt, and the hat is covering my face, just so you know. Oh, is there is there something we need to talk about with decoy or uh for one reason. You know why? Because coming down the ramp tomorrow night, that's gotta be Kane. <laughs> <laughs> Here wait. Oh, Big fella right there. We'll go full screen on that one. Woo! There's Kane. Hall of Famer. <laughs> it's gonna be choke slamming some sharks tomorrow. Choke slam city. Is that a thing? It is now. Uh, yeah, the big day is upon us, Matt. And it doesn't, you know what this feels like? This signing, it feels, Matt, the hat's covering my face. I don't like it. I gotta oh, that hat. Um, yeah. All right. Let's see if I can flip this. We'll do it. We'll do it in real. T- oh, wait. What if we did this? Oh, now I'm gone. Nobody's oh, gonna like go. that. There we go. That's what we're that's what we're looking for. Just Nobody's gonna like that. 
Yeah, Matt's should be heard and not seen. There we go. <laughs> Here, I'll, I'll just keep playing with it till we get it right. Perfect. There we go. That's what How's that? Casting is all about Charlie Brown. <laughs> um, Jim Johnson saying we cannot take the Sharkies lightly. I know they got a big uh, receipt game coming up for Zadina. Yeah. He wants to pepper one in on uh, Uncle Huso, huh? I don't know if I'm predicting that. I am. I am predicting a lot of pain for those sharks because this Red Wing team is rolling. No, Danby, don't you do it. Zadina coming home with a hat trick. I don't think so, sir. No, not on this team. Not against this D. Not against this squad. We coming, baby. Woo! My God, All right. six my... out of seven games we've won now. Yeah, but am I just gonna have to get rid of my cool? Yeah, Christmas... get rid of that hat. It's just All gonna right. block us. We'll All figure right. it out next time. All right, let me discard changes. And we're back. We're figuring that out. Ketzel asking, how pissed do you think ESPN was that Kane delayed his start to tomorrow? A part of me thinks that Iserman did that on purpose. God bless him. Just to kind of stick it to him. But slide number one in beautiful red and white. Look at that shark logo. It looks a lot better in red wing red and white. Doesn't it? Seven. But so does number 88, Patrick Kane. Um, Can I tell you my favorite thing about this game? Yeah. My favorite thing is that it reminds me a little bit of um, WWE signing CM Punk because not just the Chicago connection, Matt, but because this Red Wing team has won six of seven games. So they're not asking this guy to necessarily be like the cake. We're just asking him to be the frosting. And this team is already playing pretty well. And now we're just getting a boost. Much with WWE. It's not that they need Punk. It's a nice thing to have. He's frosting on the WWE cake. Kane. He's going to be a little frosty on that Red Wing cake. How excited are you to have to deal with conversations on Twitter if we lose to the Sharks tomorrow with it being Kane's first game? Um, it'll be hard to type because I'm going to be covered in frosting myself because I'm going to be pretty excited to watch uh, this whole thing go down. Um, I mean, I we talked about it last week. Like it was, um, it's been something I, I, I think, uh, you know, some of it was like tongue in cheek where you were pushing for Kane, Mike. And I always landed on the, this is never going to happen. And then we came to this season. Kane was still a free agent in early October. I started coming around. I started coming around, Mike. And here we are. It's happening. I, I was I was telling you, I was talking with somebody uh, at work today, and they were asking me, like, what do you think? And I hesitated before I answered because, honestly, it, it was a little surreal that I had to answer, like, with a team we're already excited about. What does it feel like to have Patrick Kane in the lineup tomorrow? I was taken aback. Yeah. I didn't even uh, know, like, for a minute, I didn't even know what to say. I mean, I, I wish I wish I was there. Um, and Jared, god damn it, saying Kane, no points, Zadina hat trick, full monkey paw curl. Bad, <laughs> Jared, bad. Jared saying, No, I didn't, is in no, I wasn't coming around. Well, guys, it's on YouTube. There's video proof of me uh -oh. suggesting we bring in Patrick Kane to help this lineup out. So, you guys, Jared, you do it. 
guys, go, go help my go numbers. To the tape. We got some receipts against Matt here. Jared, go to the tape for us. No, um, no, you guys aren't working together on this. You're on my, you're on my team this time. Cause I, 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 you know, you know, I put content together. You motherfuckers. Performance art saying adrenaline will do a lot for him the first couple of games. Performance art, that Red Wing team is going to be just bursting out of their flesh in that first period. That Little Caesars Arena is going to be rocking, man. Um, uh, Jim Johnson thrown out. A way to head out there. Jim Johnson thrown out there. Sharks starting to score after that putrid start. Yeah, now now the Sharks. If you lose to the Sharks, uh, and you're, uh, I don't know. If there, you have any semblance, or if there's any terror, like now, now you don't have to like panic. You don't have to hit the panic button and and fire your GMs and your coaches because now the Sharks are starting to, they're starting to come around. They're at least, it it's respectable, right? Like they still haven't figured anything out on defense, but there's well, some they're goals definitely coming in. playing a team that you know is uh, kind of tread like trends well for what they do. Yeah. Which is uh, a flurry of offense for two periods and then uh, sitting on your hands uh, for the whole third period and hoping that the other team doesn't shoot the puck at the net. God, I hate that strategy. We got we to talk about that at least for a minute. Yeah, um, I, I will say this. I, I do expect I, I, I asked the question, you know, how, are you ready for those um, trolls if uh, if we lose and making the argument that Kane wasn't the answer? We don't. By the way. I don't think like Kane is like no now we're now we're a Stanley Cup contender. I think this is another awesome piece. But anyway, let me actually finish my thought for once. Um, I I do think the Red Wings have a pretty good track record of starting out pretty good against shit teams. Um, but like you just mentioned, Mike, we don't we don't want another third period. And and I believe the Sharks just had a third period comeback. Was that last night or two nights ago? So they have it in them. Uh, and the Red Wings definitely have it in them based on the last couple of games to give one up. So I, I think for me, I think we will start out hot and it'll just be that thing where I don't I don't want to be holding on like I was last night. Uh, yeah. That wasn't fun. Aren't the, aren't the Sharks on the short list, the teams that beat Boston? Oh, I don't, I don't know the record off the top of my head, but uh, uh, guys, go ahead and look it up. Um, a name we don't get to hear a lot from, uh, Irvine Poker, um, hardly know her, right? Uh, claiming Zadina and assist and Giovanni Smith with the game winner. Um, I, I probably would not put money on that one. Um, I do like Chewy's idea a little bit better. I think Chewy said, I'm not a betting man, but I bet Kane gets a goal or two first game on FanDuel would be a good bet to make. Uh, Chewy, I do agree with that. And then. Dan except, so far except, with joke of the episode. Except use DraftKings, guys. Not FanDuel. Oh. Remember? Use yeah. promo code THPN. <laughs> um, Dan B with uh joke of the episode so far for one night only. Troll the Hawks fans by playing Chelsea Dagger when Kane scores. Um I also, Dan B wouldn't mind if they played Kane's old um haunting organ theme from WWF. Um Especially since they like Rick Flaring and Stone Colding so much, let's get a little Kane scary organ music out there. That'd be cool. Yeah, wouldn't that wouldn't that be awesome? If they could they could cue that one up. Yeah, and Irvine, oh, we know Islanders. you're we know you're joking. You're good, bud. Um, you know what? Um, it was the Islanders that the Sharks came back against, and uh, I just made that comment. Like maybe you don't need to hit the panic button and fire your whole team, but uh, Islanders fans were chanting "Fire Lambert" uh, last night. <laughs> 
<laughs> at the game. Which is always that's always fun. Um, but yeah, they can score goals, so you got to be more responsible defensively. Um, Bruins beat the Sharks three to nothing. Thanks. <laughs> yeah, take that, Sharks. You're nothing. <laughs> So, yeah, I guess the Sharks beat the Islanders, but, um, I mean, the Islanders have a lot of problems. Anyway, this isn't a Sharks podcast. I- I'm calling it. We're, we're going to make this look easy tomorrow. Um, I'm excited to watch this game. I think we've had too many. Uh, we've had two too many nail biters in a row. I think it's time for us to relax. It'll be first, second, and then uh, third period domination. Um, I'm going to do it. Mike? I'm going to DraftKings. I'm going to put money down. Patrick Kane. He's getting a goal tomorrow. What I was hoping is you're going to order one of those alternative uh, Detroit Red Wing jerseys, the red and the black uh, with Kane. So it still kind of looks like a Blackhawk jersey. (laughs) One can dream. Well, uh, speaking of uh, Patrick Kane and his new jerseys, I asked, um, hey, you know, uh, ChatGPT, they have Dolly as their uh, image generator. I said, uh, Patrick Kane winning the Stanley Cup with the Detroit Red Wings. So, guys, we don't even need to wait. We don't need to wait till late May or early June. I've got your image right here. Um, ignore name on the back of the yeah. jersey. Ignore Hang- on the left side. I think it's Hengne, and on the right side it's Hagies. I, I I have no idea what those letters are on the left side picture. If you guys uh, are listening to the podcast, you haven't uh, ventured over to YouTube. Um, you're missing a doozy here. Uh, this is also on the left hand side. I'm pretty sure we're looking at uh Detroit Red Wings team from like the 70s <laughs> or the 60s. Look at those haircuts on Patrick Kane's teammates. Those are insane. Um right side looks a little more current. Um Stanley Cup got a a Red Wings facelift. I don't is that red? I'm colorblind, guys. You'd have to help me out on that one. I think every year they repaint it depending on who wins uh the championship so kind of a red kind of a goldish reddish cup there with some rings on it um it's just nice matt that we won't have to um ask chat gpt to do that for much longer because we'll be able to get a real one here uh shortly uh with the team that we are assembling (laughs) Uh, no but good good effort from chat gpt here um Performance art. Okay, Matt, you sound like a lead fan now. Let's pump the brakes a little. Um, I don't know what that means. I don't know. I I, I do like calling you Matt lead fan. I like that. <laughs> yeah. Somebody help me out. What's a lead? What do we? What's a lead fan? And have Ketzel. I really been that excited? Ketzel brought dropping the odds uh, for us. Oh, we got a five percent chance to win the cup. A oh, leaf fan. Oh, sorry. leaf fan. Got it. Um. Yeah, Ketzel, I don't know if you were here like the first week when they talked about um, not even Stanley Cup odds. I think it was just playoff odds, and the Red Wings were at like zero. Um, Obviously, those numbers have taken a bit of a turn, uh, especially with the streak that we're on. Um, Yeah, I pulled pulled them up. uh, We were shared earlier in the Discord. I highly recommend you guys check out uh, our Discord. Let's have some fun together. But yeah, the Wings, 82% chance to make the playoffs now. Um, I mean, if you go around this list, that's more than the Leafs. Surprisingly, and I asked this question in Discord. I was like, "How? What? What is the calculation that came with eighty? It came up with eighty-two percent for the Wings, but eighty-one point eight percent for the Bruins." 
because that, by all accounts, the Bruins are better possession-wise. We're just better shooting percentage-wise. That's the only thing we have on the Bruins. But they're like, that's it, 0.2%. That's most of NHL games. It, you know what? Good point. If that continues, good point. It, it, most of the most of hockey, Mike, is putting a puck in the back of the net. So you did get me there. It's not about who has the puck the most. It's about who puts the puck in back of the net the most. Um, which we are uh, at the top of the league there with Vancouver. It's uh, this is fun. This is an offensive team. We're going to talk later about solving some of their, you know, bringing guys that uh, you would call like, oh yeah, they're on our team for defense. Oh. Well, great. I'm glad. We'll put him up against uh, the best guys in the league. That's and then uh, and then there's no excuses for his poor play because he plays against the best guys in the league. Um, you guys know who I'm talking about. Uh, we'll we'll talk about that in a little bit. But 82. percent Okay. I mean, the question here for you guys too in the chat. Um, for me as a Leaf fan, thanks for, for thanks for performance. Art. I don't even know what what, what did I say about the Leafs? For this, what was the publication for this color wheel, Matt? Uh, I, man, does it matter? I was just curious about what I can trust anymore. Uh, this was money puck. That's the money puck, uh, emotion wheel. Oh yeah. We, uh, we talk money puck all the time. Money puck is the playoff odds that everybody posts on Twitter. Um, okay. But I still will say I, I think there's some flaws <laughs> in their calculation uh, just based on. Sure, we beat the Bruins 100 percent. That works. But by all accounts, <laughs> they've done so much better than us on five on five on special teams. I just, it's so it's weird. That's where my arguments come. All right. Let's not talk about yeah, <laughs> the Bruins are better spot. than us on, on yeah. paper or. Yeah. uh by the analytics. I guess on paper we're better, right? Because we won. Um <laughs> what I wanted to talk about with this 82% is do do we believe it? Like it's fun to put this number up, and I don't mean 82%. Do I believe it over the 81.8% over the Bruins? Do we believe this this number here? Because this this what we've seen is a team that I think is good enough to make to the playoffs, make it to the playoffs. I've said that multiple times. I don't think there's any question about that. But are are we all are we good on this? We think we've seen enough. Like we're we're good to go. Like going forward, we are just looking for improvements on the play. We know we're going to beat teams like the Sharks, and now we're all in on games like coming up against uh, the Carolina Hurricanes and the uh dallas stars to just be measuring sticks like how good are we against the best and that's our mode right we turn off prospect mode we turn off everything because we are focused on the playoffs now so everybody bought in we're second in the division right now everybody around us is struggling even boston has found some ways to struggle recently New York oh. lost to frickin' Senators. <laughs> what was it? Six to sub was that six to two the other night? And I gosh, it was six to two. Good gravy. Everybody's struggling around us, so nobody's perfect, right? I think that's an important point to come to right now. But have yeah, we just I mean, banked um, enough? 
it's we basically we can look at like a whole month of activity where we had our worst stretch of the season uh where we lost four to one the game we attended <laughs> four one against winnipeg uh we got bombed by boston four to one then we squeaked by in overtime versus the islanders four to three and we lost florida two to nothing since that point uh defeated boston five to four uh we had the tough uh Lost against the Rangers there, five to three. Remember, we had that storming comeback in the third period. That was fun. Um, three to two in overtime. Uh, we lost to Montreal. Then we beat Columbus five to four. Um, lost to Ottawa in overtime, five five four. We had the tight game in Toronto, three to two, and then bam, Red Wings win four to zero. Then five to two, four to one. Then we lost the tight one to New York, three to two. Then five to one, five to four, five to three. Um. I think we talked about it the past couple seasons, or at least uh, if you want, I can rephrase it. I would not shut up about it where it feels like it feels like the team that scores more goals usually wins. And so this team's priority right now, um, just kind of peppered in goals. Uh, you know, what's that? One, two, three, four, five, six of these last seven games, uh, four plus goals. That's, I don't know how sustainable that really is, man, but it feels like there's a lot of confidence um, you know, on what that first and second line can do. And yeah, there's some depth, right? Um, I know our local broadcasters are really, really good about talking about the strength of our scoring from our defense. Um, you know, a lot of that coming from uh, Cider, a lot of that coming from Gostas Bear. Um, but yeah, I mean, now with Kane, it, it almost feels inconceivable to think of this team you know, having a stretch where they're, you know, only give, you know, only scoring one or two goals. Like it, it feels, it would feel weird. Like, okay. They must've had like four or five injuries in their, you know, top nine, something like that. Cause it does, I, you know, it does feel like this is a team that can score goals. Um, then, I mean, we've seen them so far this season score them in a number of situations. Um, you know, whether it's these past couple games where they loaded up in the first and second period and then kind of fell asleep in the third. But we've also seen them come roaring back in the third. So it, it just feels like they have a lot of confidence with each other. Um, it just feels like the chemistry is, is really cooking out there. Um, and again, I, I want to, I'm probably going to mention it at least three more times in this episode, but it's just, um, really inspiring as a fan to feel like, okay, I, I do want to watch these games because it already feels like, um, like they can have sustained success without adding the top U S born player that they could have right now in Patrick Kane. So uh, it's, it's really tough to not, not be optimistic. Like, really optimistic and i i obviously i think you and i are in lockstep that that um 82 percentage seems high as far as our playoff likelihood um maybe because you know we're both a little more conservative and we've you know kind of been jaded over the past uh couple years but um it doesn't feel the likelihood of it happening that number i can't agree with but i would be pretty surprised if somehow we didn't get in I, I'll say, so I, I pulled up our schedule too, like the next four games. Um, mm-hmm. Sharks is something where I kind of feel like 
that should that should happen. Like there isn't a question of like, is that, you know, do you need to win that to keep the conversation going? I I really would like to see us just stomp the senators while they're on like a six and four run right now. But it's it's not letting that game against the stars get away from you. You know, like um something similar to that Rangers game. You want to be in it at the end, and eventually those are gonna start falling your way. And we'll have a little extra offense compared to what we had uh you know, going against the Rangers. Um, I wouldn't say offense has been our problem recently, but I assume we're going to need a ton of goals to keep up with Dallas. Mm -hmm. So it is it is something for me where I think the holes on this team are obvious. Um where we need to like make some fixes. Uh I I like the addition of Patrick Kane. I think it makes a lot of sense. Um for the Red Wings and right now with everybody's confidence surrounding his conversation about, yeah, I'm I'm gonna be at a 90 point pace. Sure. That's uh, you know, we'll see. But also I, I do like the confidence. like there's nothing about Patrick Kane in his conversations right now where he's he's being timid. You know, like he's we get to hold him accountable now. He's put out there like I'm I'm gonna do that for you guys. I'm feeling really good. Feel way better than I did last year. I feel like I did a couple years ago when I was hitting 90 points. That's insane. If we get that pace added to this team, you've got two legit scoring threats. Like not not just like right now we have this balanced scoring. I mean, teams won't be able to decide who their top pairing is going to go against. Uh, the Larkin Lucas Raymond is like I mean. Raymond, obviously, ton of skill. You watch his game. He's a he's a whirling dervish out there. He is constantly fighting for the puck against the boards, and he's making space. That guy is is insane. He's a junkyard dog on a spinning top. Like it's it's amazing. Um, and adding the type of the type of game that Dylan Larkin brings, and oh my god, like the the honesty. I don't know if you guys caught the. Uh, the post game with Emily Kaplan and how he just called himself out for <laughs> giving up the goal, <laughs> basically turning the puck over uh, yeah. for the Sabres to score. That's man. They, they've got a real leader. They've got some real scoring up and down this, this, this roster. Yeah, I mean, it's so I, uh... tough to look at this from the forward perspective and not have the confidence that this team will be able to put up enough goals to keep her running. But I, I think there's a clear too, problem. Uh, yeah, I would say too, because I, I think it was uh, Jared was saying it's a little concerning that, you know, this team has to score a lot of goals to win. Um, You want to be able to have games where you can, you know, win defensively and, you know, dominate, you know, goaltending wise. I agree. But I think I'd have more concern if this was just like carried by a, you know, a DeBrinket hot streak. But I mean, you know, he's he's definitely cooled off uh, since that big burst to start the year, and I mean, we're we're getting big contributions from guys like Robbie Fabry, um, you know, JT Comfer, you know, being in the top one, two, three in Red Wing points, um, and I can't say enough about you know like Goss Despair, um, Comfer. Sorry, I, I had it wrong. He's all the way down to fourth, um, <laughs> but. <laughs> 
just seeing the diversity in the lineup, um, you know, we got what, 11 guys with double digit points. Um, and I, I, you know, I can't, I think it was a few of our, our people either on discord or was it on Twitter? Um, just mentioning like, damn, you know, Fabry's got eight goals in 12 games. <laughs> if this poor guy could just stay healthy, um, you know, finally, and you know what you and I have trumpeted for years and just getting him in a role that suits him, which it looks like he can be just be healthy, be in your role, man. Uh, that's, that's scoring depth right there. <laughs> um, and, um, yeah, if, if it's, if it's something where you could be going down to your third line and kind of getting that kind of production, I, I'm not too worried about the formula, to be honest. If again, if it was just the superstars carrying the team, um, you know, like if Debrinke gets hurt, then what do you do? Or God forbid Larkin gets hurt, what do you do? It doesn't feel quite as bleak as it would have in past seasons. Yeah. Um I, I it's one of those things too, like the way that uh you watch this team play, and it seems like you, you want to put in the description of this team is and i know it's cliche but it's like the never give up but the never give up that's that's putting pucks in the back of the net right like that's sometimes it's it's laying out and and taking a block to your teeth but never give up is you're down by a few goals and you've got to catch up and this team has that ability in the third period to do that um yeah you're not you're not never give up and you're up by one and you've got to take one to the teeth that's uh that's just some stout defense. It's some good coaching right there. But uh, this mentality that a guy like Dylan Larkin is leading this team with, um, and you see him, you know, he's he's putting he's putting the icing on the on the cake uh, last night too. He carries it with like every stride in those mm -hmm. skates, and I I just feel so bad that um, you know he he saw it. We all saw it. He, he's the one who turned the puck over. But man, for a guy. Who deserve who deserves like a break, but who also does like deserves to not have those types of things happen to him because he's like he's going at a thousand miles an hour every time I see him on the ice. It seems like he's getting injured every other game, but is he gone from the game? Nope. Is he still serviceable when he comes back? Yep, he doesn't stop fighting. But damn. Yeah. It's not like just that little ounce of bad luck and it gets attached to Larkin. But even then, I know this is a separate conversation, probably the best guy to get that bad luck attached to because he just doesn't quit. He never stops. He's seen how bad this can get. Like, think about how much Larkin wants to be on the ice right now. Like, if anybody needs the extra bad luck tossed on top of him, uh, and I obviously talking strictly hockey, uh, it, it's still Larkin because he can take it. He he lit and I I mean this and it's as silly as it's gonna sound, but he he really can take it. And he's he's out there leading this team. And I, I don't I don't know if you guys caught it the other night when uh Jake Wallman scored uh the overtime winner. And he, I think it was Trevor Thompson after the game. And Wallman caught himself. Like, go watch, go watch the replay of that post-game interview. Wallman like did that little hiccup where you're you're like Ugh. Like they feel something for Larkin right now. And obviously there, there are personal things going through Larkin's life that you, most people never deal with. They never even come close to dealing with. Um, I mean, my God, the only thing I can compare it to is, is fictional characters, right? Like the tragedy 
And I truly mean that. Like, it, it really is. He's just surrounded by tragedy, but he's out there playing his nuts off, maybe to escape the tragedy, but whole, holy shit, is this guy a leader for this team? And again, I think I'm just going to summarize this by like, right now this team is built to not give up. They're built to score goals and they have the right leadership. I feel like they have the right build right now to keep it going. And they've done something crazy and got, I don't know, maybe lucky. Maybe it's Steve Eiserman and what he's built and his conversations with Patrick Kane. So maybe it's not luck. Maybe it's earned. But now they've done something crazy here where the second line could really be dangerous and take off and maybe not maybe yeah. not solve the right way some of the problems, but they'll have a new way to solve any problems they see on the ice with uh, with this offense. We have to see that we have to see him play first. We have to see Patrick Kane. I, I did want to touch on another player too who um you're talking about like the offense kind of getting going a little bit. We've ta- been talking about guys on hot streaks and definitely a dude who's been on a cold streak and we thought was going to, you know, because his injuries seemed to really deflate the entire team last year against Ottawa was Rasmussen. Yeah. Um, Ketzel thrown in. Let's go Ras finally getting a goal. And it kind of feels like he's gotten a little spark. Um, Cause I saw him playing with Fabry a little bit. Um, so God dang, if that guy starts rolling, you know, that, Ooh, it's it's almost too much. <laughs> it's almost too much. Um, but yeah, um, you know, some folks here touching on, um, you know, Larkin kind of getting hit in the back, and you know, your your the human body is only going to be able to take so many hits. Um, I know a lot of our um, analogies and cliches come from wrestling, and there's just only so many bumps in a in a human, you know. Um, but yeah, as far as like touching on guys, you know, being self-aware, Larkin definitely saying, you know, I, I got the hit in the back, but I should have been, I should have been more aware of being on the boards. Um, but yeah, to kind of, you know, pivot away from, you know, much, uh, much love to Larkin and the family, um, uh, Matt giving us a little positivity here, giving us the rats, um, highlight and the relief on his face, man. I know. <laughs> Yeah, that had to that had to feel really good. That had to feel really good. Yeah, that that's something where when you look up and down this lineup and like I we did it earlier in the season, we were like, where if the scoring stops from here, where does the rest of the scoring come from? <laughs> yeah. That's something where you could absolutely see Rass turning it back on after this goal. So there's there's those opportunities. There's things where certainly, like I, I had this slide up a second ago, and I'm calling out our save percentage could do some work. But this shooting percentage is insane right now at 12.6 and really giving us a PDO score of, um, uh, what are we at? Like 105 with the 903, or I'm sorry, it's just uh, 102. Uh, 903, 903 plus 12.6. Yeah, so that was rough. Uh, I forgot, you're not supposed to put the 900, it's not 900 plus 126, it's 90 plus 12. So anyway. 102. Uh, we're still really close to that that little bubble. Like the bubble is like for PDO. Like you want to be within that um, 10, like 102. So we're outside of it. We want to be at like 102 to 98. Even like 101. I think like below 102 is where you want to be, and above 98. Um, above 98 because you don't want to be. If you're below 98, you you're you're just a suck ass. You're you're probably failing. In the league right now, not doing great. Above the 102 means that things are going to come back. 
Um, your goaltending could get worse. Uh, your shooting percentage will get worse for the wings. You could, if you had to pick between the two, you kind of hope it's the shooting percentage comes back just a smidge. Um, if you had to pick one. So like, I do want to highlight like that is some reality that we might have to deal with soon, but there's, there's enough balance on this team with what let's we've do, seen. Let's do, let's do uh, this, right? Up. Like things are, we're outperforming some of our deep cut analytics. Right. Right. And that's without having seen uh, the greatest American goal scorer of all time on our team. Right. And this team every year, it feels like Iserman has been like, all right, well, I'll give you a test. And if you guys don't screw this up, we'll be buyers. And then they've screwed it up, screwed it up, screwed it up. So if we're still outperforming, um, you know, where the projection is, and then we're adding Kane onto our second line, it's a situation where you can definitely be a, you know, a buyer. And based on the comments that come flooding in every episode, how much, um, you know, the Red Wings ranters um, are excited to, you know, potentially be that team that picks guys up at the trade deadline. Um this year, you know, there's smoke for Stamkos. All right, we won't talk a lot about that, but, you know, we would probably prioritize getting a defenseman anyway. Um, but, yeah, I mean, those those moves become possible when you're up in the standings. So it's... Well, don't, I, don't, I think fall, it's, for the, don't fall for the fridge, uh, fridge hockey in night Canada. Make sure you're reading fridge hockey night in Canada because there, uh, there was a troll that was out there copying fridge. He's uh, oh. he's had he's had that account that uh, it's it's one letter off. Uh, but mm-hmm. he was the one I think tweeted out that Stamp Coast was was available from Tampa. No, and, we, uh, we he's, know he's real, not actually he's available. We know he's oh. not actually available. But just contract wise, Tampa wise, not doing. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Standings. Yeah. No, you're right. Um, but uh, yeah, you you really threw me off with that, Matt. We we know there's fake accounts out there. Um. <laughs> I'm just saying, like it's it's okay. I I I appreciate your, um, you know, taking a step back and saying, you know, this 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 could come back down to earth a little bit, right? Um, but if we can at least get ourselves in a good enough position, you know, sustain it for the next month or two, that's where you can actually buy. And I think it, it might have been Ketzel again saying, yeah, it looks like a play, playoff squad, but maybe we could be that much closer with one or two more pieces actually making some noise and you know winning a round or two instead of just getting a participation award yeah one of the things the conversations that's going on right now jared started it uh we all shit on Sherat, but he is sitting at a plus eight most wow. of the shitting is done by matt and i we, we uh yeah he throws out there who's yeah. who's we uh well matt more so lol <laughs> guys i don't know how many times i've got to teach you I'm going to say teach you just, just ignore the plus minus. You just, you don't need to worry about that. Um, Big stat. This is, this is one of those. You know what, I guys, mean, stop paying attention to goals and assists. Look at the expected goals. <laughs> a lot of guys on this team are going to have a good plus minus. And don't forget, we have this insane plus 20 right now. A lot of guys are going to have a good plus minus on this team. Don't worry about that. I just how many goddamn times, and this is Dan B actually nailed it, uh, that Sherratt's getting deployed better this year. Um 
part of that is more depth, but um, part of that is frustrating to me that we still have to have a guy who we can't figure out like, okay, who's, who's our, who's our bottom two pairings. Well, technically based on what they've turned in to the NHL as a product, uh, not great. <laughs> for, I mean, I guess we could say five. Uh, Goss Despair, you know, he's our power play killer. He's our, get him out there on offense. I guess so. Uh, we're talking about, got to have this conversation oh, about Olimata Bencherat, Jeff Petrie. I, I just, guys, if, if we're really, Justin Hall, if we're really going to sit here and we want to have the conversation, is it possible to upgrade Ben Sherratt? <laughs> I, mean, I don't. Yeah, I don't know I mean, what. Like, I don't know what you guys want to do. Highlights, right? Let's watch Simon Edmondson. Wee! He's had some really fun plays. Um, I, is Sherratt the most egregiously bad defenseman that we have this year? Uh, I don't know. Petrie is. He's he's had some rough games. Um. So I mean, there's there's definitely I, some horses. There's some horses jockeying for worst the, Red Wing defenseman. The arguments that are just blowing my mind right now, because yeah. we're going to focus on Andrew Kopp in a second. Oh, no. But how we many people... Such, man, we were having such fun. How many people want to have the conversation about people that are, are, are on this team, players that are on this team to be focused on defense, and our defensive possession numbers are fucking abysmal. And the conversations people want to have to defend the Andrew Kopps and the Ben Sherratts we just talked about we can score goals. We know that part. Guys, if this is going to be a well-rounded team, we have we have a balanced set of forwards. We have a balanced team for offense. Well, how I, many goddamn uh, times do I have to watch Ben Sherratt, who is I almost an NHLer, like, uh, get before. a late third period penalty? Can we just talk <laughs> about that? We could get away from what the possession statistics are. What does turnovers look like? You know, it's him and Jeff. Guys- in you know in a space to succeed let's let's lest we forget that we're very very excited about patrick i don't like defense at all kane uh so uh might be a little tougher for our defense but i guess we're going to offset it by more four goals a game from our offense that is that is a scary part (laughs) of patrick kane coming aboard he we we also do love gostas bear who is not the greatest defensive defenseman of all time right but it's one of those things that we discussed a week ago. You can't have this team full of players that need to be deployed in an in offensive way, right? Like we we looked at when these guys are deployed, there's only a couple, Cider and Wallman, that are consistently deployed or deployed the most on the defensive side. You you can't do that. Sure, you can do it and get to this point, but you, you guys, you don't see the problem there? And that's why we talked about it a couple weeks ago. And I, I still see it in the, in the comments here. There's a lot of pushback. But guys, we feel good because we're winning. Don't forget what we've seen turned in from Ben Sherratt. You can deploy him to protect your team. Certainly Lalone deserves, I don't know, what, the Nobel uh, Prize for that? Yeah. But there is there is not enough good coming out of the bottom four of the whoever we're putting out there defensively there's not enough good coming out of that bottom four for us to not have conversations about upgrading it <laughs> you guys are just blowing my mind 
Dan Bergeron says, Sherratt for the heart. Yeah. That's fine. You guys can say that. I think part of the judgment, too, from uh, Red Wings rant is his contract number. We'd probably be a little bit more lenient if he wasn't like our most highly paid defenseman. I mean, I, that's probably going to only last another offseason when Cider gets his uh, his bag of cash. But I'm just true. And I mean, the cap's going up to 87.7, I think. Um, I, I don't even really care about the cap number. Like, he had years where he was an overrated defenseman with Montreal and when put into situations where you absolutely needed him to play defense, he'd fuck it up. He fucks it up for us every game. I don't know how you guys are not I, seeing this in these third periods. I'm just saying in the third period, he was... Uh, oh, like he's so great. Oh. Was, was, was it the third goal that he was an escort for and then the next time down the ice he took a penalty? It was like back-to-back poop. And I was like, oh, man. Please stop justifying all my complaining. <laughs> but yeah, we don't want to make this a Sharat bashing show. Um, no, actually, I, I, I'm actually curious where that even, we weren't even going to talk about Sharat, but uh, I, I forget who brought that up in the comments. But I mean, I guess, you know, yeah, you guys want to see me get Let's hot. Scroll back. Let's you want to see me get hot? You can see me get hot. It's fine. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> um. But uh, where are we at on the slides here? Oh, you know what? I actually do have a slide that's going to take a shit on Sherratt. Where is it? Damn it. Well, before you do that, Matt, can you show us something nice? Oh, <laughs> our our potential uh, replacement for Ben Sherratt, who has much better possession numbers than <laughs> Philip Rober. Um, what did you want to talk about? Um, the we had some other things thing. I wanted to talk about. Um, no, I just I need to break up the... Uh, the anger a little bit and can you show the beautiful new bobblehead that will be dropped by little caesar's arena here shortly yeah um best bobblehead <laughs> ever is uh the gritty jake wallman bobblehead <laughs> question mark um easily easily the best red wings bobblehead ever easily um as far as the like greatest bobbleheads of all time i'd probably need some commenters to weigh in i did uh at work they were giving away hutch bobbleheads so it was my first time seeing that and the it's it's his dance with the legs so he's like doing like the kick up i'm wondering i that was announced first so at fr i will say at first i was like wow this is like so smart by a marketing team to think of doing the gritty but I do feel like this is a bit of a reaction to the Hutch bobblehead. So it gets an A minus. Uh, I have to give the nod to the Hutch bobblehead because this is the best bobblehead in hockey. But clearly Detroit sports, the, the winner was was the Detroit Lions and Hutch because you, they did it first. So you got you got to give them all. You got to uh, give them everything. All the props. I do. uh I do think Jim Johnson, we got to click on his point real quick because Wallman did almost do his best to blow that game yesterday, <laughs> taking a horrible penalty under two minutes left. Uh, could have been incredibly costly. and We would have been really sour today uh, with a lot of grapes. But, uh, you know, as angry as they could be, we won. Um, even I... with his efforts there with that penalty. And look at this great bobblehead. But, Jim, you are 100% on the nose. Jim, you are 100% right. But tell me Sherratt doesn't do the same thing and also not help us on offense. 
and not give us one of the great sellies in NHL history. I, I don't I don't understand what you guys are so geeked about with Ben Chirot, especially talking about like an on ice statistic of a plus minus. Well, I think we you sell can do jack shit if... and get a plus. I, I don't know what's going on here with this plus minus conversation. We sell him as if he's, you know, Larry Murphy today. You know what I mean? Like he's not that awful. He, he's just, you know, <laughs> we, we just wanted more for him, I guess. Uh, um, also you got, you guys are, gun. I mean, it's, Matt, it's big question. Blowing big my question. mind right now. Clamp yeah. sauce. What do you guys think? Too late to drink? No! Clamp Never sauce, uh, you are obligated to tell us what you will be drinking on your next comment. Jared Shaw. Shrat has seven points. I don't... What does that he's have to do with got, anything? He's almost got a point for every number on his jersey. I, I mean, look, we could do this. Uh, ben Shrat. He's got two goals, five assists. He's a plus eight. Uh, two. Stud. I'm gonna I'm gonna skip the 18 penalty minutes. Uh, two even strength goals, five even even strength assists. He's got 34 Ooh. shots, a 5.9 shot percentage. We, there, we did it. We ran through. I, <laughs> I I don't know what it is. You guys like turnovers? You like no production? I, I it's fine. I I like to think that in the moments where Jared. Um, is not sending us funny jokes. He is on a sewing machine putting together a gigantic red and white Sherrod jersey to hang up in the rafters at Little Caesars Arena. You got you guys are insane right now. Um <laughs> Dan Bergeron, give him a raise for five mil. <laughs> I mean the cap's going up, Steve. Uh yeah, where where to place that money, right? Let's make sure yeah, Sherrod... I'm a plus seven this year. Um uh, I've already got multiple goals. I Here, think you know what to do. Let's let's do this so I can calm down. We'll 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 be right back. Bet the action on ice with DraftKings Sportsbook. Guys, we know Patrick Kane is gonna be wearing the winged wheel against the San Jose Sharks on Thursday, December 7th. Right now, Red Wings are at a minus 298 on the money line. And under 6.5, negative 102. Over 6.5, negative 118. I don't know. Sharks give up a lot of goals. Red Wings aren't necessarily super responsible defensively. Just throwing that out there. Download the app now and use code THPN. New customers can get 150 bucks instantly in bonus bets for betting just $5 on hockey. That's code THPN. Only on DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NHL. The crown is yours. Bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or visit www.1800gambler.net. In New York, call 877-8-H-O-P-E-N-Y or text H-O-P-E-N-Y. In Connecticut, help is available for problems gambling. Call 888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org. Please play responsibly. On behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort. 21 plus age varies by jurisdiction. Void in Ontario. Bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance. See dkng.com slash hockey for eligibility and deposit restrictions, terms, and responsible gaming resources. NHL and the NHL Shield are registered trademarks of the National Hockey League. Copyright NHL 2023. All rights reserved. Oh no, Matt. and we're back. Uh, Brad Gilbert, I had the same question. I think I'm going to ask Matt to start hitting like triple speed on there. 
Um, <laughs> it's, it's so long. All right. Let's, uh, I, oh, look at this poor Sherrod versus Wallman. Well, that's not fair, Matt. Show Sherrod versus a rotting, <laughs> rotting corpse in a grave. All right. Okay. We'll crunch rotting the numbers corpse. again. Rotting corpse. Not good. All right. So the rotting corpse technically is dead it's center less, in the middle of the league. Less of a negative than Ben Sherrod. <laughs> So the rotting corpse isn't out there throwing the puck out, you know, just willy nilly. Like he's laying on the ice. Sure, you're down a guy, but we've we've had some success on the penalty kill. <laughs> Let's move on from Sherrod, man. We've uh, God we sandbagged him for about ten minutes there. <laughs> uh, what else we got today? Uh, we did touch on it for a second. Uh, the eighty-seven point seven confirmed. From the Batman. Nana 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 nana. Batman. Um yeah, I mean like right, like uh Kuna Matata next year. Mo Sider, Lucas Raymond. Give him top dollar. Yeah, that was a, a short lived um faction in WWE. Bring back top dollar. <laughs> yeah, that's where I was going with that. Uh, so that projected cap space for next year, uh, you you want to add two hundred thousand to that, ladies and gentlemen, uh, for what Cap Friendly has. They uh, their projected salary cap for next year is off by two hundred thousand for some reason. Uh, so that's thirty million two sixty seven three sixty. All right. So I I'm looking at the Cap Friendly page right now. Okay. David Perron coming off the books. Daniel Sprung, Michael Rasmussen, Christian Fisher. Um, we can throw, I'm just going to say Joe Valeno. Cause we already, Lucas Raymond is on this list. Of course. Um, just, we just talked to, we're signing him. No problem. Uh, Goss despair. And then we're signing more insider. No problem. Uh, James Reimer off the books. Got Alex Lyon, Billy Huso coming in next season. So let's say you give them 15 mil, uh, between insider and Lucas got another 15 mil fill out and replace potentially i mean maybe you you know you bring back sprung uh gotta replace perron uh you have some guys don't forget getting some rookie contracts coming in some elcs could hit this team next year uh some of these replacements it's just plenty of room plenty of flexibility this is just good news for the detroit red wings but if only there was a cat like a contract worth like 4.75 that we could move, um, that would really open things up for us. You guys, I don't think uh, I ordered these. Up the uh, cap friendly, see if you can find any contracts, not quite you know, four and a half million, not quite five, but like right in that four seven five range, <laughs> you know, somebody a little you know, replaceable that we could maybe make a move with, um, you know, throw so, in with some prospects and draft picks, you know, just uh improve the overall quality of the team you know just see if you can it's, find any four seven five deals it's so funny i this should have been uh a day of celebration and uh you know i was trying to find ways to upgrade this team but you guys had to defend the guys who were already on the team um god damn it jared you know i can anybody have a conversation of like who's gonna replace uh who's patrick kane gonna replace without throwing a big fit like see people seem to get really upset about that it's like well you're putting a winger on the ice um 
There's plenty of options in that bottom six. Somebody's got to go, and people are still finding ways to be upset about it. Um, Prashant Thayer. He's probably been watching a lot of Red Wings rant. Uh, something worth talking about tomorrow is this is him <laughs> tweeting about his own podcast, I believe. Is it worth considering an Andrew Kopp buyout this offseason if his play doesn't pick up substantially? Would free up an additional $4.4 million, Cider Raymond needing new deals. Of course, Prashant would continue the conversation today and uh, talk about, well, it wasn't just Cider and Raymond. He's making the point, too. We, we might need some extra space, Mike, to fit in, uh, you know, Elias Patterson, William Nylander. You know, we're, we're going to need to find some extra cash there. Um, Mike, I don't, I don't know why Prashant didn't just hop in my DMs and say, you know, you want to meet up somewhere because this really stole my heart. Um, he didn't have to go public with this. He uh, he goes on to uh, to share quite a few. Uh, I, I don't know, not not great uh, little bits of statistics here. We're talking um, on the left hand side here, guys. Uh, and this was Prashant's argument for maybe Andrew Cop isn't the. Um, I don't know, superhero you guys all make them out to be. Uh, let's see. This is the entire league expected goals above replacement from 22 to 24. One, two, three, four, five. Five guys are worse than Andrew Kopp, <laughs> according to Evolving Hockey. Uh, um, not, not good. Prashant Dyer. With Kopp on the PK, the PK has given up significantly higher quality chances against compared to without him. He does add, this is fair. Although a fair bit of this is due to matching up against the top power play unit. My rebuttal to that, everybody needs to face the top power play unit of their opponent, of their opposing team. You don't need to be absolute dog shit. You don't need to turn in numbers like this. Okay, it's not absolute dog shit. I'm sorry. I'm just, now I'm just getting angry because you guys got me all riled up about Sherat. Um... But I mean, there's only five guys, according to Evolving Hockey, that <laughs> performed worse than Andrew Cobb from possession and production. Um, I mean, this is top to bottom. That's what that's what's being calculated here. Um, I did point out too, just for the sake. Oh, actually, this wasn't even supposed to be a part of it. Uh, Patrick Kane is also on this list, so some some issues here to worry about. Um, well, let's. I, I just want to call that out because I am excited though, if for you Kane. Add a couple years right into these stats that includes Kane uh working like uh was a 2016 undertaker with two bones grinding against each other and his legs couldn't move yeah um for cop <sighs> he did have core surgery so i guess we have to factor that in a little bit but i i don't know mike i think we've talked about it in the past i don't think core surgery stops your body from aging I know we've done research um, on what exactly goes into core surgery. I don't think it stops never-ending. I know we've been combing <laughs> medical journals um, to see if you can stop aging, um, which hasn't happened. But uh, we'll keep reading. Um, oh, there's some Red Wing alumni in here. Um, shout out to Luke Glendening. I like that. Dan B, uh, he hasn't been playing with exactly Hall of Fame wingers the past two years, in all honesty. Dan, that, that is a great point. But these statistics do try their best to weigh that into the calculation. This isn't just the straight-up expected goals. This is the expected goals above replacement. So bringing in somebody else 
to do the job. Not doing super great. Dan throws in there. Some people will never get it. Cop is a winner. Does everything it takes to win. He is a beast. Guys, we've... You guys know, like, there's other players in, in the NHL that, like, play defense, right? <laughs> like, uh, he does have some feistiness to him on the board. Well, let's, and let's I do appreciate say... that. And I, I, I'll clip it out. We clipped it out the other day for for good old cop. I almost said best I, I would want to make this conceit that yeah. um, this list does include guys with obvious boo-boos in the past couple of years, and they've been playing hurt. Um. So yes, I I wish Cop was better. I wish that he was playing at the you know the contract that we wanted, uh, or you know he played up to the number that we're paying him. Um, I just wonder, gosh dang, he's he's really in a thankless spot, and <laughs> we just want you to go out and be the not fun part of hockey, which is the not scoring, and you're only going to go against the other team's best scoring players. And on offense, uh, you know, you got to play with, you know, mostly jabronis last year when you were hurt. And this year we're going to put you on maybe the third line or something. Um, so I don't know if maybe we just need more of a sample size because, again, it's hard to even count last year. Um, more of a sample size with, you know, like we talked about Fabry having um, – being in a spot that sets him up for success. So cop was not really, we're not setting him up for success. We're setting him up for dude. Everyone's going to hate you because your whole job is to be on the penalty kill. And we know our defensive core is not that great. So it's, it's just kind of one kind of feeding the other. It's that, what is it? Or Ouroboros, you know, the, the snake eating itself. Yeah. Um. So if we don't have like lights out defensemen and you have cop out there who, for the majority, for I, I'll say a large chunk of this sample size, was playing, you know, hurt or recovering from injury. It's, it's tough to completely annihilate him. Now, I mean, to be in the one percentile is is pretty difficult to do. So not like, you know, worse than half the league. Like to be, you know, worse than ninety nine percent of the league. That's it's pretty rough. But um, I'm still willing to buckle down and give this guy, you know, a little bit of time. He has had a few eyeball test games, um, you know, where he's had some, some turnovers that led to scoring chances. Um, so I guess, I guess I'm still willing to kind of sit tight, which is easier to do when we're winning. Um, and the other lines are scoring goals. Yeah. It's, it's not a problem you need to solve right now. Uh, to come back to my opinion, I'm not saying you're saying it's a problem. Um, it's something for me where it's tough for me to see like what's going right here because I get that you guys can appreciate a guy that plays hard against the boards, but I challenge you to find anybody on this team that's not playing hard on the boards and bringing multiple facets to the game and to call out a guy who is defense first um, and that's the job. I think we also called out one of our biggest flaws on this team is our defense. And I, I don't know how 
I, one guy can't solve all the problems, but the other teams have, or I'm sorry, the other lines, when he's not on the ice, they have, they have better possession numbers. And, um, Jared throws out there, uh, he was, where is it? Wasn't brought in to score. If anybody has said that, by all means, I take it back. I do not expect him to score. But if you are asking him to play defense, that's not that's not perfect. And I think this yeah, is think, something uh, for me. That, Go ahead. No, I was Dan, uh, one of our Dan's was saying he's paid to shut down the other team. Um, so I think all of this, what it really comes down to is I think we can all agree that Cop has not quite performed up to his contract. Um, he, he's not performed up to the role that we wanted. So with Prashanth, Pers- um, you know, publishing this piece, you know, on Twitter, um, saying that, yeah, you can kind of justify letting this guy go if he's not quite, you know, living up to the role, not living up to the contract. Um, and if this Red Wings team is like, whoops, we're kind of competitive and on the close, on the verge of something here. Um, it's a, it's a, it's a percentage of our cap sheet dedicated to, you know, a guy trying to figure it out. Um, and like Matt said, he's not getting any younger. And he does have one, two, three. Woo! Lest we forget, he's getting paid more than Comfer. Um, He's our third highest paid player. And he's arguably, you know, our second or worst player. So, I, I mean, that's that's just where you kind of toy with this idea of, hey, we want to kind of be active in free agency. We want to be active in trades. Um you know, this is a team that could start to buy. This is the kind of contract that could really make you, uh, you know, be limited in what your your options are um, as far as, you know, um, movement goes. I mean, good luck trying to find somebody who's going to, you know, pick up this kind of deal. Um, you know, because you're not just picking up the rest of this season. You'd be picking up 24, 25, 25, 26, 26, 27. So as, as far as like, you know, making a target to improve this team it it might be letting this guy go i don't know if i lost matt on that one but we did have a few comments come in too who people we don't hear from very often brad gilbert yeah. what's going on bud um just for comparison's sake saying uh my love conferee is worth his contract it's so f- more so far yeah it feels like brad we uh we finally have a second line center um, so definitely, definitely feel pretty good about that acquisition. And then he just furthered and said Confer with the 19 and 24. Um, and it's felt like it too. It doesn't, it doesn't feel like there's been any cheapies in there. Um, Jim, is this the Benny and cop show? I didn't want to talk about Benny. I promise. But, uh, I do want to say, uh, <laughs> decoy welcome, bud. decoy. I wore this for you, man. Look at We got Kane. That's for you, man. For Big Kane Day tomorrow. Um, Cop is to the Red Wings as Kevin Adams was to the NWO. Um, <laughs> it's hard to even remember him in there when it just went totally off the rails in the last last years of WCW. And every single effing wrestler was a part of NWO or the Wolfpack. <laughs> um, Jared, you got me on one of these jokes. Where was it? Oh, it's Decoy. Decoy, my apologies. I'm colorblind and I mixed up the, the colors. But he said, defund the cops. Oh yeah, I did see that. That was yeah, that, that was, was good. pretty good. That was yeah. an A plus. Um, 
look, guys, and I, I think uh, what's funny, too, is uh, Prashant actually got bullied enough online, it looked like, that he had to, like, put out an asterisk and say, look, this is nothing to do with him as a person, <laughs> which is hilarious that uh, he got bullied enough, I guess, online to, like, it's not like have Prashant to explain said, himself. Uh, for... This guy sucks. He literally gave us, like, five or six resources of actual, like, crunchy data to be like, oh. Yeah, maybe we could be better here. <laughs> so I, yeah, I feel bad that Prashant got bullied. I wish he didn't feel the need to take it down because I, you know, I think it can be said. Yeah, I mean, for me, I feel like some responsibility here to like go and I'll do some research here and based on the minutes played, you know, like let's not let me let me see if there's something that can defend this here because is he giving up? You know, when he's when he's on the ice when he's playing defense, is it like? All right, no high danger chances on on ice. Maybe I'm missing that. I don't know. But I can tell you from what I see on the ice, I see a game that is replaceable um, myself. And the chart here on the left actually states there's only five other guys in the league that you wouldn't want to replace Andrew Kopp with. <laughs> um, so I'm 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 gonna. I think this started because I was like, hey, at first, like I was defending myself but if uh, if i tried to look at this with a level head i i think it just comes back to the same ben Chirot, like sort of like stamp if if there isn't spots that this team can be upgraded then i guess we're winning the stanley cup mike um but i definitely think there are spots this team can be upgraded i don't see a perfect team i see a team that is hella fun to watch can score like crazy when the timing's right. Uh, one of the slides we didn't go over today is like what we do and wins and how great our uh, expected goals for percentages um, when that, when we're popping off. So of course our success, basically my argument was our success comes from not what we're limiting, but what we're throwing at the net. And it's the same, like the power play is insane. Uh, the expected goals for numbers are just night and day when we do win and when we lose just unbelievable. And what we're, what we're trying to figure out here is are you going to be taking away offense and adding more defense? And we want to rely on a guy that by the numbers is it successful to say for what his job is? He's been perfect at it. I guess I'm going to bite my tongue on what my opinion is there, but I hope you guys don't look at this team. And like what I saw Dan thrown in there was let's complain about Alex to Just, I don't, I'm just going to throw, I'm just going to leave that there because I don't, I don't get it. I don't I, I really I don't understand where Dan's coming from. On... I think that it almost goes almost goes hand in hand with what you're saying, right? That it's you know, we're not perfect. Um but it definitely feels like he slowed down a little bit. Um I just I think the most interesting idea is, is that you know we're we're even discussing this is because it would we're on the cusp of being a buyer. And to really be a buyer you need cap space to do it, and this is definitely a gigantic bullseye of how you can make some money 
um, available would be packaging this guy with valuable draft picks and, you know, some Red Wing prospects. So this guy is kind of the building block for, well, you know, obviously we want to give you something of value. That's where draft equity, that's where, you know, um, young guys under club control come into play, but we got to make the money work. So I think maybe with this comment, maybe that's the one spot where I'd pause a little bit from um, like dropping them and trying to see if that contract can make, you know, a, a an expensive contract work. Um, yeah, I, I think everybody knows, like, I'm, I'd be full of shit if I was like, look guys, Andrew Cop's my favorite player. You know, I'm just trying to think about this logically. Everyone knows I'm full of shit if I say that. But I, my hope here is that with the likes of Prashant Iyer finally coming around, coming to my side, to the evil side, eventually you guys will all come over too. And you'll be like, you know what? I do want to win the Stanley Cup one day. Oh, Jim Johnson throwing in one of my one of my sweet nothings that I would stare at and make eyes at on the free agency list. Hurdle the turtle. Oh, I wanted him so bad. <laughs> oh, um, but Matt, we are at an hour at eleven today, um, and tomorrow is going to be so goddamn fun. I can't wait. I-, I hope you guys are in a spot where you're maybe not at a bar because they might have other things going on. I hope you're in a spot where you can actually hear the Red Wing fans at LCA because it's going to be electric tomorrow for Kane. Um, And Lalone, dude, if you know anything about getting a crowd going, you got to let this guy be on the first shift. Just let him start the game. And that crowd's going to be so loud. They're going to be putting cracks in the ice. I can't wait. Yeah, I wish we had uh, spent a whole episode doing that. But I guess uh, what I wanted to do is like, where do we find the next steps? (laughs) But... You're right. We should sail off in the sunset. Guys, I'm sorry I made you so angry suggesting that we upgrade this team. I apologize. We're man, good. No you're trades. You're still being sarcastic, man. All right. Just I apologize, Matt guys. is not here for Keep 30 perfect. seconds. You're Let's right. All... Oh, he's still doing it. He Stanley Cup, here we come. Sorry, he guys. I apologize. There's no he way to upgrade stop. this team. Look it's already go. perfect. He's, uh, he's still, he won't stop. Look at him. All right, let's get excited for Kane. Join the Discord. Tomorrow is Happy Kane Day. Uh, I hope you guys, again, crank up that volume tomorrow. Showtime, says Clamp Sauce. Lark Showtime starting line tomorrow night. Bucket! I don't know about that. I I think he's going to be second line. But we'll see. And I hope the Sharks take a lot of penalties so we can see that sexy, sexy power play, man. I can't wait. Uh, real quick. This will be a tease, so you guys want to join the Discord. Dan, let's talk out. Let's talk out a bet. Because I want to figure out what we could do. Because I I need to get you like a half and half. I want to get you a Ben Sherratt, Andrew Kopp jersey as like like I want to give you an opportunity to win one. So just hit me up. uh, Let's talk it out on Discord. Uh, I might go to bed right now because I'm really tired, but we'll definitely be be on the Discord tomorrow. Dan Bergeron and uh we'll f- we'll figure out and you guys everybody who's listening come out of the discord help us figure out how Dan can try and win a Sherat Andrew Cop jersey and uh I, I just he earns it you know he's got to earn he doesn't earn it oh my like god the, that was so dumb before we <laughs> he deserves up, it um uh, Ketzel was uh 
uh, reminding us alone seem to suggest that they're going to be rotating centers tomorrow to see who gets the best, um, like gels the best between um, DeBrinket and Kane. And Decoy, I think you were reacting to something else, but I really like the idea of them trying Sherratt at center between DeBrinket and Kane to really shore up the, the strength on that second power play unit. I, I can't wait. <laughs> oh, dang. I know. Well, the, the, when are we facing each other next on fantasy hockey? If you, if you win, Matt will trade you his best player. Yeah, I'll trade you my best player. Yeah, All right. you heard it here, Let's folks. Go. It's on tape. Jared, save this clip. We're at a uh, minute 14 and 30 seconds. Matt is giving away his best player when he loses to Dan. Yeah. All right. See you guys later. All right, bye.